Hello and welcome back to Tasty Podcast, um, the podcast where we aim to build different ideas together from an research point of view. Um, I'm Esla. I'm Anugo, and we've got some beautiful ladies here. I'm Lindsay. I'm Angel. Okay. Now, thank you guys for joining us in the podcast today. Um, before we start the podcast, anyway, I would like you guys to you know check up our uh, check up our social media. Um, on, um, so we are on Instagram at um, Things Come Together. Please like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Um, things come together as well. Everything is in the is in the video and also in the description of the video as well. Without further ado, let's get into the show. All right. Ah, Mr. Yoshi. first topic is on our traditional relationships done in this modern era and i'll give some context to it so um, obviously we know what traditional relationships are in terms of um from the man's perspective the man is the provider the man quotes the woman again to a family he protects he provides for the family um the woman is the nurturer uh the woman kind of in essence, manages the home, manages the family, makes sure that everybody's good. And then um, most times, most people start off in this traditional relationship is quite young. So women started off very young. Most of the times they were virgins. And then the man was maybe a bit older, but he was not like, unless it's like multiple black polygamous, <laughs> but he wasn't like quite young as well. Yeah. That compared to modern relationships where we have, um, due to the fact that now, there is a lot of feminism, empowerment, women empowerment. Um, women get to go to school, women get to get, have jobs. Not get to, but as in they have jobs, they yeah. go to school. And um, because of that, they choose to settle down much later in life. And men as well uh, choose different parts of life. There's there's not that much pressure sometimes on men to be as much of a provider or yeah. protector. And so now men also get married much later in life but they also don't expect to fulfill the provider protector role that kind of modern relationship leads to something they call baby mama culture where a guy might have a kid with this woman and they have another kid with this woman and this woman has a kid with this guy and that's kind of like the way modern relationships works now yeah so i'm saying based on these modern times that we live in do you believe that traditional relationships as defined before is kind of done in this modern era so do I believe it's done? I don't. I don't. I don't think it's done. I just think it's evolved in a different way still, right? Because yeah, I from agree. a man's point of view, the general objective is you still you're still expected to provide, which yeah. hasn't changed. It's just that like the way you provide now is very different, right? You you provide from the angle of um, maybe mental or emotional stability more than you probably do before where before was more focused on resources where you have to bring food and all that kind of stuff so i don't necessarily think i don't necessarily think the idea of relationship has changed but i just feel like in this modern era we struggle to uh, we struggle to define what the mer- what the what the modern era of dating should be because 
we keep having that conflict like we keep describing modern tradition in the older in the older version and there's always that conflict of okay women want to be independent but the same women to want a man to provide for them so how does that work that doesn't make any sense uh, well to me anyway let me personally to me that's not so. true women okay. do provide in like a certain way like we provide like you said it's a, an emotional era where there's more like um, bringing emotions in the beginning rather than just fully providing mm-hmm. but do you know what? women also provide like men comfort support love care kindness we yeah. provide men with a lot of things of course emotionally and you know sometimes that's what some somebody needs to like push them to be great mm-hmm. and talking about those traditional relationships that's what our mums did back then we supported they supported their husbands um and their their husbands provided for them and through that they gave them that support to then that man would be able to pursue his dreams maybe the woman be even working a job just so that man can pursue his dreams yeah Yeah. maybe she's not able to provide financially um but she's providing a service for the man as well not only the man providing you know the funds like yeah. With maybe sometimes behind the great man there's a greater woman yeah. so it's just how you look at it I think I think when I'm talking about provision though I'm coming from the angle of I guess I suppose women too are expected to provide in that sense the way you've described it however I'm talking about in the traditional setting of a relationship right if I like being in a relationship I'm expected to take care of my significant other now my girlfriend is probably expected to take care of me but the definition of how taking care of me is more personal to me mm. i think everybody like society will be more focused on how i take care of her as opposed to she, uh, as opposed to how she takes care of me not true at all it's the, there's both a perspective no, no, no that's that's yeah. fair but but for me i i just i just feel like society doesn't i just feel like, like that at all i didn't think look up I feel like, to be honest, Mm -hmm. nowadays, society wants men, even modern men nowadays, to bring what women bring as well to the table. They can bring the money, that's okay, but be emotional, you know? Understand your woman, be understanding, push her towards her dreams, just the way women do. Mm -hmm. We are now expecting the same in this modern era. Because I feel like many of us, we look at our parents or even our elders and we see that, I mean, the men would bring the money in and everything. But emotionally, I feel like that's very important as well. That emotional part missing is very important to the relationship as well. We live in a very resource-driven world though. So if a man is providing resources, that would be the, the definition of provision. Society's but that definition. shouldn't be the only thing that's a different argument Mm -hmm. but in the general scope of things like traditionally if if the world is driven by resources if the man is responsible for bringing the resources in provision will naturally be like you'll be given that responsibility to be able to provide in, in in a relationship but that doesn't mean he's providing everything in the relationship that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying the way society defines provision men are expected to provide there are certain expectations that if a you know if a man doesn't do you look at him in a certain way but flip that around that's normal like if i if you go if sorry do you wanna so i was gonna ask if you if so if a man was providing for you emotionally Mm. but was not providing for you financially would you still be with that man (laughs) 
Um, I feel like he would have to do both because modern men right now also expect a woman to be able to take care of themselves. I can't just let a man into my life without even having any sort of income, yeah, you know? It's not income, yeah. it's like support, you know what I mean? Like, I've actually been um, listening to this guy called Tony Gaskins, I don't know if any of you have heard of him. No, really. He's like a relationship coach and he basically teaches... Um, I'm sorry. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's a relationship coach. Yeah, no, no. Is it not good to like, learn... No, 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 no. this is... I, I, I laugh for the wrong reason. I literally... Well, yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, why are you laughing? I want, I want, to, I want to know why. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with me? Because they're all lying. Nobody <laughs> knows. Nobody knows. We're all freestyling. We're all trying to. Yeah, but maybe know. he freestyles so well, his relationship's fair so enough. good, that's so he point. can give good yeah. advice Until to other people. Until all the cheating scandals come up. But let's, let's carry on. That's what no, I'm saying. That was, that was only the other one. What was his the, name? Uh, that's what we keep let's saying. Go, <laughs> let's go. 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 So yeah, like I was saying, I was listening to Tony Gaskins and he was basically saying, like confirming it, like the man should put in like effort in the relationship to provide to um, not just emotionally, but financially as well. And he said that he does this, right? So his wife, she'll look after the kids. She'll do this. She'll do that. She has her own own businesses as well because yeah. they're both very successful successful couple yeah and they've came up from nothing and he even said he said he lo- nearly lost his woman because he was he was thinking he was better than her stuff like that not not putting in the time not putting in the financials and he was also treating her badly back then mm. do you know what i mean and he nearly lost her but he came back because he realized through going on his own journey on bettering himself yeah. being a better man but being a better leader he basically said that if you want a good woman and a woman to stand by you you've got to show her that you're worth standing by yeah. and yeah maybe some men they don't think that's financially fair enough maybe they should find someone that thinks similar to them yeah. but don't um hate on the people that think yeah i need a i need someone to like help me financially and stuff like that he was saying, regardless, it just depends on the two people as well and mm. um, what they both want out of the relationship. And that's why you should always communicate. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree with your point. I think communication is definitely very essential. However, we just spend a lot of time trying to be the same, knowing that we can never be the same in a relationship. We, we I feel like for me, at least a woman and a man have to be both financially stable before they get into a relationship just because i feel like some people show appreciation through gifts if a woman likes receiving how will she mm. gift her man as well if she won't have her financial freedom yeah. you know what if you want to do surprises for your men and everything like that don't you need to be financially stable to do all those I things i hear that but the question is uh, is there a greater emphasis on the responsibility to be more financial, financially stable on the man or the woman? Is it the same or is there a greater emphasis on one over the other? I would argue there's a greater emphasis on men to be more financially stable in the relationship because as what you both have identified, women do require financial stability from a man. They also do require emotional stability. However, there is a greater emphasis on the financial stability than the emotional stability. Would you say so? Mm, I would say it's a balance. Because if the man is not also... Also, sorry. 
sorry, emotionally stable and isn't able to have emotional intelligence, then you'll always have problems with that man because you wouldn't be able to reason. Um, because no matter how much money he has, if he can't, you know, empathize with you, if he can't understand you, if he doesn't have time to listen to you, then what is really the point of being in a relationship? I mean, you're getting well, the money, you're getting the stability, but hmm? you're I see, not getting anything else. There's a woman that that, though. Just that. Cause. There's a woman that... What? You think the woman is the but fit why, wife? Why, you think she's why? looking for emotional support? Yeah, but then that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> no, my question is, why as men not try to better yourselves? Not just try to be the financial. You're not just, you know, mm. an ATM. Mm. Try to be also open with your woman. Try to really understand each other. I feel like that's where the, fa- the emotional comes and that helps the relationship really mm. yeah because even if you're going through a financial struggle if your woman knows you well and knows that you're genuine she will stay absolutely and she won't just stay she will look after you through cleaning your clothes making you meals like really be there for you when you need her emotionally to talk about like if you're having a hard day at work and well, how long can that financial instability last like yes she's at first she's going to take care of you stand by you but for how long is that infinite or is there a certain point where she'll be like i'm done if there's not a point where you're improving because at the end of the day you're together so that you can better each other Mm. if there just seems to be a stagnation and you're not doing anything to better yourself while she is trying i think maybe that's when the woman has to think you know this isn't really worth it because I think that a woman will live not only because you're not making as much money as you were making before, but it's because some men do make false promises. They will, they're like, you know, next year I will better myself. Next year I'll be in this stage. And they're the ones that are promising you that. So when they're not there and you realize that they didn't put the work that they said they would put in, you really start asking yourself if you should be with someone like that. And, like, are you the right woman for him? Because if he can't even change for you, like, Mm -hmm. he is not your man. Like, I cannot make a grown man change by forcibly molding this man into, like, a man. Mm. He's got to want it himself, you know? Yeah. Now I hear that. um, I hear what you guys have said. And going back to the original topic of conversation about traditional relationships, right? Um, So financial stability is expected from the man, emotional stability is also expected from the man however the man also expects certain things out of the woman most times in the traditional setting it was youth purity right most times men wanted to marry younger women men wanted to marry women who had less sexual experience Mm -hmm. in this modern era Mm -hmm. where it's still possible for women to get the financial stability and emotional stability but it's kind of harder for men to get the purity and youth based on just again not things based on women but just based on factors of the modern society mm. does that affect the possibility of traditional relationships mm. happening in this modern era mm. i would have to agree on that i feel like it does affect a lot like um back then our mothers and fathers they had different lives than us you know so right now we do have to be working we have to be working on ourselves so that does take long until you're actually ready for a full relationship you might be 25 26 27 so the woman that men are marrying right now there's not as young anymore 
but even also younger women don't benefit from that narrative because many younger men they're also not looking for a wife you can you can be yeah you can be young and be ready to marry but are the people that the same age as you ready to marry that's also a question to ask but they might be ready to marry but they might not be in the position to marry again there's a financial requirement required of women people back in the day were not in the position to marry and they still married anyways it's Mm -hmm. in no comparison to what we have now people at 23 could afford to own a home there's no one who just graduated uni unless your parents are my parents couldn't afford to buy a home i'm talking about people back then they couldn't afford to buy homes too not everyone was rich back then remember there was still the uh, no poor. everyone was rich but there's it like it was it was slightly easier like my parents had six kids my grandparents had eight kids if you're telling me in this modern era you're gonna have eight kids and just be a normal ass person it's i actually not said that to my mom i yeah. might have 10 kids just to see how in this normal in how, this modern how good era of a grandma she'll be <laughs> nah. so yeah so on that like the fact that it's not possible anymore is that since it affects traditional relationships can we still expect traditional relationships if men maybe may not be married to marry because again the financial pressures might be too much um, women have to take this whilst to go get themselves ready or fit for marriage can we still expect traditional relationships in this modern era there's nothing traditional about the relationships anymore here in this area Ira, because Ira, Ira, <laughs> I literally said that to my teacher. I was like, they don't make love like that anymore, and she was like, stop being so dramatic, because it's true. Yeah, no, like for sure. I think in the world right now, the ability to bond has definitely like reduced yeah. because everybody's having sex with everyone. Like <laughs> as in, not saying back in the day it wasn't because back in the day, let's not pretend they two were were kind of wild. But there was a there was like an unwritten kind of standard in society, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't much more favorable for somebody to glorify being a quote unquote the, the H word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was no like back in the day, if yeah. you know, if you talking about promiscuous. There we go, that's the word. Thanks for asking. the H word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. For Is that mind. what you got from that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Promiscuous, yeah. I, like before, if a woman was promiscuous, that was that was really embarrassing. Like that was like a like shame. Yeah, that was like what are you doing with yourself? You don't have self respect. But now, um, that has been disguised it's as body. Now it's feminism. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't understand it. I have a question though. Um, men that are very promiscuous, what are they? If women that are very promiscuous are whores and they don't know what they're doing with themselves, homemakers. do you not think that yeah, men that are promiscuous yes. yeah, they're also homemakers. very easy? Homemakers. We are we are whoremakers. That's what we are. You're yeah. whoremakers. Yeah. 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 Who said you made us whores? Well, We're like we made you. <laughs> well, you whores. need our body counts to be. To who be whore, to who be did you start off with? A dog? No. Uh, hey. No, you start off with a female who started off with you. So did you? Who made no, the no, no. They need my statistics <laughs> to be able to classify you as one. The guy is the pushover, right? So the guy is trying to convince the woman in mm. order to engage in the but sexual. But the woman activity. has to accept, so she has to like yeah, the guy. So, yeah, so she accepts because the man was the pushover. It's yeah. a credit for him. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think it doesn't sound favorable. I, I, I get, like, I get it. But. I do feel like um, if men and woman, imagine if she's having the sex with different partners 
five times a week and you're having the same i do feel like you both are promiscuous no i don't i do not dispute that fact mm-hmm. the point i'm trying to make is listen as a man i can have you know what actually i take that back but i can have meaningless sex women can have meaningless sex and nobody's about to argue women can have meaningless sex fair enough that makes sense that i feel like that, um, no one is about to argue i'm not i'm not arguing i agree I'm i agree with you if you say you don't have meaningless I'm one that's completely, that's completely that. i completely get it but one i don't personally is, believe that I personally like, i don't believe it i feel like now in the modern days women are thinking more like men yeah. The same way that men can have meaningless sex, many times we look at you guys, even on the club, and we say, we do not want that guy for anything else other than sex. I've no, done it many we times. We have that. No, 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 but, but see, you, I, I feel like we're missing the point. I'm not even trying to say the way you guys are looking at things is good or bad. I'm saying it's not to your benefit because we are, we are inherently different. It's okay for you to be a woman and it's okay for me to be a man. That's cool. But the thing is, like, we're so focused on, no, you have this, I want to have what you have. Or a woman has this, me too, I want to have that kind of... It doesn't make any sense. I feel like now women are being more honest with themselves because we have realized in this modern era that women also have needs. Women also have needs. So anytime we go out there, if we have sex with someone that is not our partner, or even if we're single, we also have needs. We also need that. And it's for that very line of thinking that you're saying there that we also have needs. Because what you're saying there just sounds a bit off base. Mm. Just because, obviously I understand women are different, but we can do a lot of things men can do. Like Angel no, But saying, you can't do everything. And I can't do everything yeah, a woman can do. That's the point. No, you can't menstruate, can you? No, but, no, but that's what I'm trying... That's my point. Like, yeah. the thing is... Like... I'm not jealous. To, I'm not jealous at the fact that you can do all those things. That's good. For, I, I admire you. Like I, 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 I enjoy seeing that difference in it. Like I, I learned something different, and it's okay for me to be who I am, and it's okay for you to learn too without the constantly want to you know be equal or trying to show that oh I'm contributing more than you. No, you can contribute in your own way that is beneficial, just like the way I can. That's just what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, yeah. Yeah. So I hear that and. To your point of women have needs in this modern era mm-hmm. because comparing to our parents or grandparents no time, they also had needs but it's just that they, they were also not willing needs, but no they but were they not willing to earlier. be honest with each other honestly <laughs> many yeah. women they acted in a traditional way not because they were wanting to they were restraining themselves all the time okay so I, should a person feel like that fair enough i hear that mm-hmm. but regardless of that in that era because they got married really early on it was able for them it was possible for them to express those needs in the safety of marriage because they not got true. married not true at all i can let's let's that. let's assume sex right let's uh, let's say a woman has needs to have sex mm. because she's married early on she's able to have sex in this modern era women are not married early on not again to any problem of women just mm based on societal things, going to university, and they still need to have sex. So they're going to have sex. Yeah. The point I'm trying to get at is, since they have to have sex, and no one is disputing that, and the veg- the fact that they're having sex kind of takes away from the traditionalness of the relationship, mm-hmm. is this still possible? Does it still make sense for them to expect a traditional relationship back from the man since they're not expressing traditionalism? Again, not, 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 not for their fault, just by the situation. But yeah, you can still have a traditional relationship just because 
It's not just well, because you're not a virgin that you yeah, can't have, yeah, that you don't deserve to have a no, traditional no, relationship. I'm not, I'm not a psychopath. Like, so I'm never thinking about the angle of virgin. To me, yeah. I have a very different perspective on a virgin. But I mean, what is your you perspective on it? If, really wait, if you're having sex with a hundred man. But nobody's having sex with a hundred men yet. Some oh. of them are, unless you're porn stars, the porn stars that you watch, oh. yeah. It's like when you're watching. University, it. in the name of oh. body freedom, <laughs> I know. Actually, what? what, am I, what it's am okay I? when you're watching. I get like. No, I know. I I know people with those body count. I know. I know people with at least close down. But we're not talking count. about okay. Like let's. Let's scratch that out. Then we're not talking about about somebody with a hundred body counts. No, but, but I'm we're saying we're just I, talking I, about somebody who likes to through their times till they're waiting to meet their right man is allowed to go out now and then and find somebody okay, to see, play okay, with. Okay, fine, good for wokeism, right? But like now, let's bring and it back fe- to feminism. Fantastic, I'm all for it too. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, first of all, let's come back to like biological facts, and this is where like I feel like we don't really analyze as well, right? For a man. I can have sex hundred times and I can have a hundred babies, right? For a woman, a woman will have sex hundred times and you have one one child. Whose father is? Whose no, who child's father? And even I've been apart from that too. Let's ask you guys the same question: If you're hun- having a hundred babies, no, everybody knows who's the father and who's the mother. Yeah. If I have a hundred babies, everybody knows. But, but if a woman has sex with a hundred men, there's still a chance you wouldn't know who the, yes. the child is. But but my thing, but, but no, the point I'm making like, with that example. Can I can I say something? No, sorry, let me just give you the context of that example, right? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Like the, the the context of that example is what I'm trying to say is that as a human being, how do you explain to a creation that I bring to this world that I was this reckless enough not to know how you came to this world? Like as some as being in charge of a human, how how would you feel? For me, for a man, yes, you can be mad, but you can understand. Like eventually, you grow up in society and you understand. But if a child grows up in society where a mom is supposed to be sacred and she doesn't even know who dad is, can I counteract that and say, no, that's fine. if you have a hundred children, would you not also be sick that you're having a hundred children and you cannot possibly spend time, give enough equal attention to all a hundred babies as a man if you were to father a hundred babies? I mean, but that's a different conversation because that's but it's time. similar to what you're saying with However, the women. It's the exact same situation no, 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 but no. reverse. Every every single one of those kids know who their father and mother is. But the dad cannot spend time with all of those kids. That's Do you not a, agree? A Angel? woman, a woman, a woman yeah. can have a but kid. But the woman can have the kid and spend quality time. Raise that kid well. Doesn't matter who the father is. Can it that doesn't. father give no, the no, same no, no, support no, no. to a hundred children? I hear that she yeah. can. No. She can. No. But it's still no. The point we're trying to make it's it's a double it not a double standard but it's yeah, differences yeah. in expectation yeah. it's just something that happens to men that doesn't happen to women regardless of whether it's good or bad but we can't ignore that it is yeah. a thing you yeah. get what i'm saying of course so now that we know it's a thing how do we address it if a woman does that how do we address it? if a man does that how do we address it i'm not That's gonna right. lie i feel like that example should be more applied to married couples if you're just a single woman and you're having a kid i'm pretty sure you know the father and if you don't that's your own fault because but, but see, I feel you're like putting it false. No, no. And that's what I'm Can I finish? To. Can I finish? So sorry, I apologize. But I feel like married couples they have the responsibility to sleep with just each other. But as a single woman, you don't have the responsibility to just sleep with that one person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The yeah. the point the, the point I'm making is I don't, I don't, I don't care who you sleep with or what is your choice. Is is about you as an individual, right? See, you can you can have sex as many times as you want, but. Yes, I feel like, generally speaking, 
from a woman's perspective if it's more intentional is more is the more is better if you have more intentional sex you have a lower body count but what i feel like is what i feel like happens in this area is like is 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 very much more like trendy type ish like you want you know you just see the you the guy with the trendy outfit that looks cool that's the guy you want to be with like the expectations is so low you don't like you don't have high expectations as you know as we used to have in traditional relationships which is what i'm trying to say it's not about your but i don't care like you're a human being you have that freedom you can do whatever you want to do but it's that choice as an individual that that you know is different like as a I man if i was if i was if i was a bum i was broke and i lived in my mom's house the way the way the society would perceive me is completely different from how they would perceive a woman and now i'm not still saying people wouldn't talk bad about the woman but the way they would talk about the woman is completely different from uh, it's completely different from the way they would see the guy mm-hmm. is what i'm trying to say and in this scenario is the same thing too i feel like i find it kind of funny when uh, guys say this kind of point because they know that even modern men and men from the olden era they were still doing the same thing as your granddad was able to go out and you know sleep with all these females so are you you know so why are we judging that on it no okay so let's, you know what i mean you yeah, guys I, were always for the streets <laughs> no 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 i understand that I'm, yeah let's not go into the jordan because jordan gets subjective yeah man yeah. wants to jordan who wants to jordan that's, that's on them. that's not what i was trying to do to yeah so yeah. but on the no, point it was just a question on yeah no i hear that on the point of since the man is can no longer get a traditional relationship out of the woman and the expectations of a traditional relationship was high. Obviously, yeah. if a woman is a virgin and giving me this amount of purity, there's a huge responsibility yeah. I have for, for, of her. She has no children. Obviously, every child she has is going to be mine. I have to take care of the child. Yeah. In this modern era where that doesn't happen anymore, the purity doesn't come in, she might already have a kid or two kids with a different person. Since I'm not getting that amount of expectation out of her, should I still contribute that amount of expectation from a man? Or should I reduce my own levels of expectation that she's expecting I provide for her? I feel like even in the modern era, uh, women are also not getting the same. I'm not getting the same treatment or the same exact things as my grandma used to do. You know, men are now, men are successful at least. They are now also looking for women that are successful or doing something with their lives. I can't just expect a man to fully 100% pay everything that i do bills and everything you know i feel like women nowadays they also contribute so the modern era didn't just change things for women but also change things for men i feel like both sexes were impacted by the modern era Mm. is there a are there more are there more positive benefits to us having this modern type of relationship versus the traditional or vice versa like is this is yes obviously we've adjusted to this modern now but is it better or worse like what would you say um the only thing i would say that is better is people are not getting married as young as they used to i mean on the sex you know you're only having sex with one person is okay mm-hmm. but do you actually feel connected to that person i feel like nowadays people take more time to get married to someone you know even some people that want to get married, they take a lot of time to have that kid with that person just to see if there are a match for each other. So I would say in that part is good. But in the part that, I mean, economy, like you were saying, a man can't, 
you know, buy a house and have a house at 23. The economy changed so much that even men that are successful, they need to, you know, be with a woman that is doing something as well. And both of them are building an empire together. Um, personally, for me, I, I think both are flawed, in my opinion, if you are being very objective. Um, let's not sit down here and say olden days relationship, traditional relationship was good. No, there are elements of it that was really like crazy. Mm -hmm. So for me, the way I see relationship is really like tailored to myself. I pick, and I pick things I like from traditional relationship, I pick mm -hmm. things I like from modern relationship. Customize them, tailor them to myself, and I just implement them, and that's just how I that's how I see it. But there, I don't think any of I don't think anyone is better than the other. There still are traditional relationships. I mean, if you look at the Muslim culture, there's still arranged marriages. So, yeah. um, it can be done. It just really depends. Yeah. No, I hear all that, and it leads me to my final question. Yeah. So, obviously, given the fact that we have this modern era kind of dating. Where in a sense you have what we call baby mama culture. A woman has kids with multiple men, a man has kids with multiple women, and everyone's still dating each other because there's no longer that expectation to date someone long term. You can date someone two years and it's over, and people don't bat an eye. And if you think about it, right? If mm -hmm. if we assume back in this in the olden days, everyone that was in a relationship was technically married. Mm -hmm. If we translate that to now and say everyone that is in a relationship is technically married. That people, let's say by 28, might have been in five marriages, although not official marriages, but they've been in five relationships mm. that are proper relationships, right? Yeah. So if we have that situation where people are in multiple relationships, like serious relationships over time, and we have this baby mom culture, people having kids with different places, in different places, do you think that the relationship expression of polyamory, where a man has multiple women, and they just like coordinate themselves yeah. as one relationship. Do you think that would kind of like solve the problem that we have now of this baby mom culture? I don't think that would solve the problem. <laughs> I feel like nowadays, um, looking from what we have, the resources as well as women to not get pregnant, I feel like you can be in many relationships, but it is your option and your choice who impregnates you, you are know? You, are you saying being in a poly relationship, it means that you're not obviously going to be going out as much looking and thinking? So it's oh. kind of because in the, in the baby mama situation, you have a man, you have like a woman that has kids with multiple fathers, right? And a man that's having kids with multiple women. And the kids are just kind of, I don't say abandoned, but they're not brought under the same household. Yeah, so because, you think yeah. having a poly relationship, yeah, having a poly at least the whole household yes, will be there. Yes, so yes, kind of yes. like a community of your exactly, family. Exactly. But my question is, if a man is not economically stable to even keep a woman 100% nowadays, what is his stability to then keep more than one woman? Where would he get that money He'd from? He'd have more kids, so it means that more kids mean more money, more revenue. I mean, that's later work. on, but, you know, on the beginning, on the years. They all turn out to be crackheads, all of them. <laughs> no, no, I've seen okay. it done before. There's literally TV shows and there's these huge families. They go on these TV shows and they kind of do well. There's one in, um, actually in the UK and now they're millionaires. I would say that um, as long as a man can provide their woman all the same. Imagine if he has four women and he can provide them all the same, it would make sense. It would work in certain countries just because, as you can see, there's so many women that are single and so many men that are married. So I feel like 
there's more women than men in certain countries so that could work but i feel like it would have be, it would have to be an agreement between both parties the woman would also have to agree to that type of lifestyle yeah, yeah and i totally agree with that i agree there has to be a financial capacity of the man yep. to be able to adopt or include more women in his relationship perspective <clears throat> and everybody must be open and honest like yeah. the women must be aware of what's happening but just to kind of tie it i do kind of understand how that system of relationships would actually benefit like rather than having kids take for example i'm not judging the canon because i understand what he's doing in from my perspective it would make sense if all the kids were like i were all living in let's say california right and the kids lived like in the same street they all went to the same schools even if they live in different households like houses when i mean households but we all understand we're in this one relationship together like that would make a like a more as well man that is going down the street that you'll be okay. sleeping up you'll be sleeping the first but it's not it's not, it's not it's not it's not that big of a deal because if you look at if you look at olden times that was kind of how traditional relationships were i feel were like at, to be able to well. even solve the problem of baby mamas it would literally have to be see in my country i am from angola and uh, normally if a man impregnates a woman he has to marry her no, so most, most african countries like that. some yeah, men Nigeria sometimes too, so. you know in the baby mama culture they say oh but i didn't like her enough or i already had a woman so just to know that men wouldn't be able to bring those excuses anymore would have to you know marry them and i feel like that would end baby mama's culture because that yeah. would mean that both parties are accountable for the child what if they just yeah. use birth control that would be very helpful some yeah. of them don't use birth control and just be fucking everybody raw i mean sometimes it goes against saying people's religion you know so <laughs> it's not halal but then when they have the baby and then they don't look after the baby that's not okay, going yeah, against yeah, the no, religion no, I agree. you have to look after your kids no nah. yeah, you have to look after yeah kids. for me for, for me for me though like but when it comes to when it comes to um stuff like this are we actually saying is the question are we saying baby ma- ma- baby mama culture is bad I'm saying it's kind of inefficient because yes, like Lindsay touched on earlier yeah. before, if a man has a lot of kids, there's there's not that much time to be able to take care of take all of them at the time. same time. Yeah. So now imagine if even if he doesn't have a lot of kids, let's say he has in the Canon's case ten, but they're all over the country, mm-hmm. it's almost infeasible for you yeah. to take care of them. But if you kept them all under one household not in the same house but like one unit like we're all living in the same yeah. area I, <laughs> I feel like i see where your thinking yeah. is coming from because it is important to have that father figure there and your mom as well so i feel like that would end the mamas um but yeah, not everybody the, wants to be a sister wife yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they are positives. Like it's one unit, it's one family. Let's not as think about it. As long as they as, all like, agree to it. But they're all mod- models. Yeah. One of them will want him more than the other. <laughs> no, they'll take turns. They'll be. They'll be balanced. <laughs> I feel like before you even impregnate her, I feel like it would actually be important, or even be intimate with her. It would actually be important for you to talk about the kind of life you want to have in the future. You know, mm. and I feel like. Um, bringing this on would mean that both women and men are just being intimate with people they actually see a future with because that would mean that even men you wouldn't be able to just trash a woman after you know you've slept with her and she's now pregnant 
just knowing that you have to marry her will mm -hmm. carry some weight on your shoulders as well just as women do yeah. when we get scared of getting pregnant yeah and i agree with that and i think that's a key for that polyamorous culture in the modern era to work because there has to be the expectation of like i said before in the traditional context every relationship our traditional grandparents and parents had was kind of a marriage they were not just you can't have someone that says oh, i was in a five-year relationship with someone but i wasn't married you get what i'm saying yeah. if you're in a relationship with someone that counts as a marriage so if you have a kid whatever expectations you're having you'd be expected to do that in that setting in this modern era so if you're in a, if you have a if you have multiple women and you add another woman she's in a relationship with you so she's part of the unit you can't just treat her that's what i wanted to talk yeah. about as well can i, feel I just like say can we move on to the next topic i'm so happy we've literally thoroughly spoken on this topic but yeah we could both topic, finish, finish after what what you say yeah. can we move on to the next topic i even forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> i'm not gonna lie yeah all right cool so let's switch on to the next one so the next one kind of talks touches on this but jafford do you want to introduce this one? Oh yeah I, I think it's pretty much around um around similar conversation that we're having um so this is afro-feminism so the context of this came from an angle of you know just having a conversation about feminism um, so I was made to understand feminism was more of a, was a, was more of a Western protest of women having equality, right? And then eventually became this wildfire where you know women all over you know women all around the world um, kind of you know um, understood that movement and wanted to get some benefit of that movement in in a certain way, right? Um, so now now they've understood that feminism is an umbrella for some sort of equality um, within society for women. Um, for women, What do you guys think Afro-feminism means? Or if there's anything like... Or if you even think something like that exists? For me, I believe that Afro-feminism is... So, basically, from what I remember from our mothers and grandmas, they were able to get jobs. They were able to kind of do the roles they wanted to do. Yeah. So, to me at least, African people or African women really wanting to be feminists, it doesn't really make sense. Okay. Just because they were always earning what they wanted to. They were never, you know, stabled as Western women to have to be married to get a property. Mm -hmm. So I don't really see how African women benefit from feminism. Mm -hmm. Can I just say that is so not true? Because look at when in the 1940s... What was not true, sorry? That African women don't benefit from fem feminism, because we do. Okay. Back, back in, I don't know the, the exact time, but it was 1950s, 40s, 60s, but African women used to have to like work in like bunkers and basements and they didn't even have their own toilets at one point. What African fact was this? Th this is in what America. Country? This is in America. No, no, I'm talking about African women, like the, the African continent, like say like Nigeria, Cameroon. It doesn't matter because remember um, the Africans in America were brought from Africa to America. But, but the, I mean, their feminism woke kind of but it's still affecting an african person like it doesn't matter it's an enough. african person fair. that is affecting so fair that's so yeah they used to have to walk all the way to the sometimes to another building 
to get a toilet to use because they weren't allowed to use um, the white the white person's bathroom, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They weren't allowed to work certain jobs, receive education. There were certain things an African woman back in those days couldn't do that an African woman can do now. So is that not feminism? Mm. So, so I hear that point. Mm, However, that's in the context of the Western African Western American setting within Africa. In that same time period, African women were not subject to those. African women were not banned from using different. But could they go to university together. though? In Nigeria, absolutely. In fact, the women that, that started what, our independence was, was that nationwide though. Because not everywhere. And uh, okay, actually, you're, you're, you're right. You're okay, right. In, in the African yeah. continent. I yeah. see what you mean. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Actually, to, be, to even be very specific, where I come from in Nigeria, I come from northern Nigeria. Um, girl, girl child education is very poor compared to male child. So I, I, I get that point. However, the way the culture is set up, that's not really seen as a disadvantage because women still have their own, they have like their own power within the, within the family structure that they control a lot of, like, they have a lot of power. I think women that um, wanted to adapt to Afrofeminism wanted to show that they're not just housewives, you know. Yeah. They have professions as well. There were many professions that maybe African women, even within Africa, weren't able to do. Yeah. Some things that were considered as men jobs, yeah. basically. Probably, like, becoming no- politicians, maybe even becoming rich. Like yeah, my grandma would, was a politician, so it's like I don't. I, yeah, but was she in a high role? Was she in a high role? Because that's what we're talking about. Sometimes women were not put in high roles; they weren't paid the same stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? My my grandma, I mean humbly humbly bragging, but like humble brag, but like my grandma determined who were supposed to be leaders of my state to a certain degree, pretty much. And she was a woman, <laughs> like pretty much, like she had that impact. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I hear that, and um. I think the question I want to ask is, I agree that if a woman wants to achieve certain positions in society, she should be allowed to. Mm. However, is that the natural instinct to drive for women to ad- aspire for those positions? Yeah. I, I think for you're most really... Are you trying to pro- thought provoke me here? No, no, no. no. I'm <laughs> saying if most women prefer... Pre- pre- if most pre- women prefer to... Uh, adopt the more traditional role of being the homemaker, home nurturer, staying in the home, supporting a man, supporting the family, helping out the, the kids are all set up. If most women obviously preferred that, obviously to make sense that the African setting was geared to cater towards that. You get what I'm saying? But I'm also saying just because m- there's a most that prefer doesn't mean there's not a 1% that prefers to not do that and achieve a high paying mm-hmm. job. I agree, but and yes, you could I say. I agree, but no, no, no. I'm saying no. I'm saying no, 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 no. I'm saying you shouldn't limit them. But if you're if you're criticizing society for being geared towards more one function more than the other, I don't think it's fair because obviously society will want to promote the function that most people want. Even I just if think you when it comes to one. African women, we basically even men or even a society they limit ourselves. They they limit us so much. They might say, oh, she's an African woman. She's going to go for this role, that role. As the man doesn't have the same pressure to him. He can be an engineer. He can be a doctor. He has a dream. And so do women. So I feel like um, Afro 
women that go for fem- feminism and everything mm. they just want to prove that point they want to prove that we also individuals because i feel like african women on the end of the day and um, not every time especially back in the day not every time they were seen as individuals they were seen as mothers wives but they also want to show nowadays that they have dreams yeah they're they not have just a mother they're not life. a wife but they're maybe they, they work in the community yeah. maybe Maybe they're yeah. working in an office. Maybe they're an executive. Maybe they're CEO. Maybe they run a Fortune 500 business. They have many employees working for them. They're able to handle their business because at the end of the day, they too have a creative and so mind, just as men do. Men are creative, but so are women. We are creative. Okay. I think the question essentially I'm trying to ask is, do you believe this expression of Afrofeminism is is derived from the Western European context in terms of, yes, there might be certain grievances African women have towards the society that they grew up in within Africa, but it's not the same context as European women are expressing it. Like, I don't believe, like, African women are so pressed about working as in the context of the way the European woman is because they understood that was a different lane. Yes, there might be certain things that might have been prevented of them, but it's not... The way feminism is gearing towards all oh, women need to be paid equally. I don't believe like African women are pressing for that. They have other issues, but that's not the way feminism is expressed from their perspective. I see what so, you mean. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because my whole family, all of us went to university. All my, well, all my mom's generation and like her, like she put some of her family through university and all the women have went to university on my mom's side. But but I'm with, saying, is that is was that a pressing need from not a pressing need? Yes, women obviously African women wanted to be educated, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like let's say where African women as pissed off as the fact that oh we're not getting paid as as a man for doing this and we should get the same like yeah, amount of obviously pay. Obviously they're not because yeah. maybe it's more to do with the fact they don't know how to go about saying they're pissed off. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just used to it being that sort of way, so they don't know anything better. Wouldn't African women, African women, wouldn't African women prefer the tradition of a where the man is more of the inner? So why would she be pissed off that her man or men in society are any more than her when she's expecting them to in order to provide for her? Because that's her default saying. That's but the I do feel like um, that doesn't work in every relationship. And I do feel like men should also see value on a woman's work because if a woman is not getting paid as much as a man and like the boss is a man, then that means he doesn't appreciate her work as much. So I feel like that's where African women try to come from being appreciated, you know, being valued. Um, I feel like Western women, they feel more pressed because there was so many stuff they couldn't do without a man. Um, yeah, there was just so many things they were going through. Yeah, I, I'll say, for me anyways, um, I would describe Afrofeminism as being open-minded because I would definitely admit um, <clears throat> currently the way the whole family structure is set up where the man provides everything, um, it kind of, it leads to sort of like pressure aspect where a man somehow, maybe subconsciously, even consciously condescends his wife to a certain respect so for me, Afrofeminism will make sense from an angle where women are calling for the culture to be more open-minded 
as opposed to seeing your woman as maybe your property because of the bride price or whatever i'm just i'm just assuming i'm not saying that's how it is but as opposed to seeing a woman like that you see her more as a partner as somebody you want to listen i have this vision together and i think you are the perfect person to be able to establish this vision with i see afrofeminism as that but the way it's being communicated i don't i don't necessarily get that vibe i get that vibe from i'm trying to be equal with you which doesn't really make any sense because we should be able to celebrate our differences. I That's the beauty of our culture. I feel like when women want to be equal, they want equal respect. I do feel like women that bring something to the household as well get more respect from their partners because they're both working. So he also knows the struggles she's going through every day, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And when you say respect, you need to also understand respect is earned, right? And in order for you to earn respect, you don't demand for it. You you prove yourself for somebody to be able to give but you But I that. feel like um, just you graduating and having your own dreams and continuing to pursue that, that's just showing for it but again, already. To the point you guys made every, you guys made earlier, everybody's an individual, just like men too. And men too, are, although we have a holistic view of how we view things, but you have the individual, you, people are individual in that, in that aspect as well, right? Going to university and Thinking about dreams might not be enough for a guy, for one guy. Going to university and having your dreams might be too much for a guy. <laughs> like so so the thing is That's why I said that I like we said, um that's why I said that I like people now that they marry late because they have more time to have these kind of conversations. Yeah. Imagine if you're going to go for a more traditional woman that doesn't go to work every day mm. it's important to have those kind of conversations later on because she has lived alone she kind of knows the quite the kind of life mm. she wants to live you know but but, but the thing is i i mean let's not let's not kind of shun housewives here because i do think actually house like there's so nobody was shitting on housewives no disclaimer i was just saying that men should go for what they want to I, go i for. take that back i take yeah. that back okay but let's not make it sound as if a woman whose sole responsibility is to take care of the house is condescending i don't i don't necessarily believe that's the thing if your family dynamics allows you allows the husband to be the sole earner and the woman is um solely in charge of providing making sure that the home is comfortable in every form emotionally you know support everything like if she's keeps the foundation of the home very solid i still feel like that's very valuable as well and if you're if you're actually if you're actually a clued up guy you would you would see that person as somehow as your as a, as a partner as opposed to your property because this certain this certain things that this woman provides in the house you know you're incapable of it because of your commitments on the daily so i, I don't so you're not gonna do housework <laughs> I, I mean how what i'm paying the bills are you gonna do my are you gonna and go to my work to the conversation like if there's an expectation and yeah <laughs> no, no, no. you can do my shit. To the point of it's to the point of afrofeminism because for my from an app from my experience with african women african women still expect african men to be dominant providers yes. and that's perfectly but the woman fine. is also going to provide you're not going to pay she all the bills she's probably yes. going to pay the light bills while you pay the house Great. that's what my mom and dad do Fantastic. she pays this you pay that she pays stuff for the kids you pay this okay but and you still expect the man to take the dominant share it's duh. not good. it's not 50 he's not just providing no no no, no, no i understand i understand that and i'm saying since the expectation is more on the man to provide more of the financial benefits surely the expectation from the woman from the household side would be more. 
That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not more. Mm. All I'm asking is the man to do the occasional rule in the house. If you see the dishes are dirty, just clean them. If you see that... Um, that's normal. That, I don't even feel like that should even be spoken. That's an unwritten rule. But everybody not everybody that. knows that. Not everybody knows that. Wait, so, so you walk in your own house that you pay the bills and you see dirt on the floor okay, and you walk so if a, but if a man you is if a man is meeting really if a man is meeting 100% of that, surely the woman has to meet 100%. Of course. That's okay. what I've been saying one this entire thing, time. One thing that, I mean, you guys... You know, as saying that oh, a man won't see something dirty, and instead of he's he's not gonna clean it and everything. But I feel like there's so many men that when they see the wife as like the house cleaner, the the cooker, one day that you find something out of place, instead of you doing it yourself, you just call her and be like, "What's going on with the house?" That's because he doesn't because respect that's her. How you, Let me, disclaimer. How, yeah. Disclaimer. Let me tell you, when you see a relationship like that, he doesn't respect her. It's nothing to do with men treating women like that, or is he doesn't respect her? Yeah, but I feel like or when they put certain roles for a certain person, like I'm not gonna have a cleaner, and then one day. I'm gonna come home and it's not clean. But it's most of these traditional you know? relationships that is happening to. But that's why we people. have love. That's why love is binding it. Love, yeah, love, love gives us that great area. But love area. isn't something that's forever. I know that you think it's all romance and, but love does fade. The older you get and the longer you stay with somebody, yeah, it'll still be there. But what's your the, longest relationship? My longest relationship is four years. Okay, cool. And you faded after how many years? It was a long distance thing. So I saw him like every couple of months, but it was really special. He was my first. I thought it was it was real and everything because we had waited months to like do anything. Okay. I didn't meet this guy till like five months later. Oh, wow. Okay. We had been just talking and stuff like that and just getting to know each other. So I really thought, oh yeah, this seems like genuine. We'll but after four young. years, did you feel like the love was done? It, it wasn't just that. It was the long distance because we had both busy lives. He was going to uni. I was going to uni like... I feel like sometimes we talk um, about love as if it's just something that disappears like from today on or like can just disappear tomorrow. I feel like it's everyone's actions. There's stuff that, you know, a, ma- a woman so might much. tell Say that you. Again. Mm-hmm. What is love? See, see what you just said again. It's everyone's action. Lo- it's everyone's actions. I, yeah. love, I love that definition. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I, lo- I love that definition. Because, no, no, no. Re- reason why I was doing that because that was the point. That, that, that was the point I was trying to that was the turn of, that was the point I was trying to establish earlier. When I say love, I don't mean oh honey boo boo, all that corny shit. Feeling each other's needs. It's more it's more of like I empathize with you, I understand, I respect. Like to me, love is is like the it's like the shield that holds the different things within a relationship. But that's respect. You explaining your love language. Sometimes the other person that you But, but no, love is like that. I, I love when, what when is I, love to you explain you're talking about love a lot but what is it to you what is love describe love, love. like for, for me love is love is treating somebody with the amount of respect that I expect them to treat me with you know before Generally. I used to think that as well I used to think that um, love was me treating someone the way I would like to be treated but it wasn't okay. it was to understand how someone describes love for you to know that you're loving someone, you need to ask them, what do you find that is love to you? Some people, they say, oh, I really love when someone gives me gifts and that's how you're going gonna to love them. They're telling maybe you that's how not to love your way. Them. Maybe that's not your way to be loved, yeah. but that's their way to be exactly. loved. Exactly, that's their love language. That's what I was trying to say. Like Your love language can be different to somebody else's love language. But that's what you... It needs 
what it takes for that person to give you not just that but having that in in the in your relationship is what makes you feel loved mm. I, I mean personally i i see it slightly different from the way you you might describe it but that's cool um for me the way i see the way I, the way i see um the yeah. way i see love is more from uh, as opposed to me asking how do i love you i feel like mm-hmm. i work hard to know how to love you in the most effective way because there's a lot of things like even us as human beings right we say we like certain things but generally speaking mm-hmm. we don't like the people close to us have a better more reflection than us because they, they have a better reflection of what uh, what we actually do like because we subconsciously do things we like without even account right and somebody else like you know you'd be so surprised you go to your friend you say oh what do you think is my hobby your friend who calls something else and you're like no that's not my hobby but then when you actually yeah, think so about then, then they know you so they know your love language so no, but but no, it's not, it's not it's not about knowing you. It's about making the effort to know somebody to be able to support them. I feel like even if you make that effort, if you don't write um, ask the right questions, you might think just because you put a smile on their face, that's the best way to love them. No, no, no but you but communicate. It's I'm not, not. It's not. It's not just. Well, I'm not just saying you. You make an effort, and I keep guessing every time. I'm not. I, I wouldn't come to you and say, "Oh, how do I love you?" I make an attempt. If it's right. Oh, what did you like about that? I do that more. What did you not like me. about that? That I, 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 you know, what did you not like about that? You could just ask me, and it'd be easier, so you don't have to. Like, but that's cool. That's just my approach. Matter. That's my approach. My approach is, I, I'd rather work hard to, you know, show you that. Yeah, but I'm you actually, don't have to work as hard. But that's good for you. Like, I, that's because exactly. Sometimes I feel like sometimes men say, "Oh, we have to provide emotionally as well," and they try to do all these calculating. Well, they can just ask us. I'm literally telling you what you need to answer. Yeah, we're telling you what you need to do so that you can be better. It doesn't need to be like a whole math <laughs> equation. <laughs> it's nah, like nah. E equals MC equals I mean, love. No, no, no it's, it's not. No, so let's it's let's not. tie this it's back not. to okay. an Afro perspective. <laughs> I know, from from a from an African woman's perspective, what is that? What is the expectation? Like, if you say. From Afrofeminism, you feel aggrieved from the societal aspect that Africans, perspective to Africans, um, are subjecting women under. What what are your asks? Because it can't be the same as the Western women's ask. Because we've established that's not the same relationship we have in Africa. As even if it's black women in the West, that's not the same relationships we have. So, from an Afrofeminism perspective, what 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 are you trying to ask the African men to do? from their perspective? I would say not to put certain roles in a woman because sometimes we say, oh, um, a traditional woman is this, a traditional woman is that. That doesn't work for every woman, you know. There are actually women that want want to contribute in the house bills or want you to contribute, you know, dressing the children, having that kind of stress that she also has. So I would say don't just put all woman, all African woman in a category. Yeah. Get to know her and get to see Amen. You know? Amen. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Human beings yes. that want to walk. Cut the cup. Even <laughs> men, not all men wants to walk. Like let's stop it just in the name of trying to be woke. Not everybody like if she wants to walk, go work. However, what we're saying is majority of you don't. 
So why are you even arguing about this? Yes, do you get what I'm saying? Did majority you do? Did you do a poll to know that majority do not? Who, how Most many people African did you ask women when you ask them see? want to date a guy who is financially so? If you went and introduced from an African perspective, yeah, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. your boyfriend is a plumber. My question is as well. I feel like my question is as well. Um, African men, even African men that are in higher positions, why would they go and get a woman that is not even financially stable? Why can't they? You know what I mean? Everybody, every man goes and gets what he's looking for. Let's just be honest. Women that don't want to work and only want to work in the household, there's a certain man for you. Exactly. Women that want to <laughs> go to work and have a nanny, there's a certain name men for you. Yeah. So why argue so much about what a woman should be and what an actual woman is? You know, yeah. don't just That's put us point. in a box. Yeah. Afro Afro feminists, I feel like a woman that are tired to be put in a box. Oh my gosh! Yes, my drop. Okay. And I think on that note, we should wrap this up and go to the next topic. <laughs> I mean this was the final one but we can wrap you up here but just to like summarize your point so obviously you you guys don't want to be put into a box no you want to be given the chance to express yourselves um I want to express like myself to a point to see if this is the correct partner for me because what if I have a dream job and he wants a partner that is wanting to stay home that means that we're not a match and we have to keep looking for a match. Uh, yeah. Instead of me trying to change myself. This is what makes, you know, this, you know, sometimes Women people. Resentful. Yeah. Th- there are some people that they're housewives. They're not really because they want to be. They're just like, oh, I love this man. So I really want to fit towards his standards. He's imaginary box yeah, but then she and people shouldn't herself. be like that. She forgets mm-hmm. herself. She forgets her dreams, forgets what she wants in life to then please this man and give this man a good life obviously again a good life herself but not truly the full life she she wants to be living i feel like the only advice that i can give to afro-feminist women is that there is a man for you you don't need to be a hundred percent a housewife and give up all your dreams and all your hopes just because there's a man that you like that is after you yes if that is not the person for you there will be another person for you and the same for men if that is not the woman for you know how to see it and look for women that are looking for what you're looking for do you would you like those kind of men the men who are like the men who are comfortable with you guys let's say a woman wants to be the provider the men who are comfortable with women being providers do you as women african women like those kind of men i would respect them more because i feel like they are open yeah. before they even go into a relationship they already say look this is what i want from my partner if and if you both agree that's when you go into a relationship because there are women but that if you like don't, that yeah. so like angel said if it's not for you then you don't need to be in it if it's for you then whose problem is it is it is it the neighbor next door's no it's just you and your partner's problem that's what i'm saying don't put yourself through a box because not everything that works in someone's relationship works in yours Mm -hmm. try to work between yourselves to see what works for yourselves makes sense makes sense any final words for me jeffel um yeah no not really man i really <clears throat> i really like the definition of the afro feminism it's the first time i've heard something like that 
gonna gonna reflect more in, um, into it. And I think is I think you guys are very right. Um, or angel specific. Yeah. I think angel specific actually. I think um, in terms of you know African woman being put in a box. I've never actually thought about it in that perspective. But you are right. Um, because when we imagine an African woman, we already know who. Yeah, what she's, kind of, she's the mother. She yeah. just stays at home, looks after the children, and cooks for her husband, cleans the house, then goes to market, comes back from market, then fetches water. Nah, she ain't no house girl. <laughs> I'm not trying to marry a house girl. I'm marrying a partner. I'm exactly, marrying my friend. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the point. Yeah, to the point. Angel made anyway. I, I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool, me. man. Well, thanks to you guys for coming on the podcast. Thanks Thank for your you brilliant much. thoughts and. Uh, thanks for having us. No Thanks worries. Us, yes. uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll be back again next time for more brilliant conversations. It's the Tasty Podcast. Thank you and goodbye. Peace. <laughs>